Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer. Today I get to speak to Oshri Hakak, who is just a delightful human being. He makes these amazingly delicious carob bars called Nom Nums, and if you're in the LA area, you can probably get them at your health food store. And if you can't get them at your health food store, go to your health food store and ask them to supply them. They are completely sugar-free because carob is naturally sweet. They're vegan, they're amazing, and they come in a whole bunch of cool flavors. Um, That is a plug he did not ask me to do. Today we are talking about Joy Foil. I just love those bars. Joy Foil is this cute project that Oshri has undertaken in the time of social distancing, whereby he makes these adorable creatures out of tin foil and he puts them all over LA simply to delight people, uh, to create whimsy, fun, playfulness, joy. I love this and I love him. Anyway, um, and his uh, counterpart is the amazing Fiola, who has also been on my podcast and just creates such amazing music too. So I highly recommend that you check her out as well. We give you a challenge during this. So we're all going to create little tinfoil creatures and take pictures of them and post them with the hashtag joyfoil simply to spread a little bit more joy. Here we go. Hey. So talk to me about joy, hashtag joy foil. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. I mean, that's a, there's a lot to unpackage there, but um, <laughs> I can start with the okay. name. Sure. Yeah, or, yeah. So that particular like word I thought of a few weeks ago, I, I wanted to do something in honor of my brother who kind of showed me, well, he didn't show me how to make them, but I saw him do it when I was really little. I have a like a picture of my mind of these tiny foil people floating in like the bathroom sink uh, when I was like five. And that's like what I remember of him doing it. And, and then I guess I I tried it and I kept doing this and it's been, I don't know if I was five or six or what, but now I'm 33 and I still make it. And I think I have more fun than ever making them and putting <laughs> them in places. So I wanted to do it because he passed now uh, six years ago, August. I wanted to do something in honor of him. And, uh, and so I was talking to my friend TJ and I was, I was like, I called because I thought maybe he would help me. He would think of an idea or something. But then as I was talking to him, I was talking to him, I said, oh, what about joy foil? And uh, it made sense. And no one had used it for anything before. So. Cool. Yeah. That's that. So, so your brother would make these like, because he liked art projects or he was making toys for himself or I don't remember. He he was really creative, so he would make all sorts of things all the time. But I don't remember. Maybe he made it as toys. I I literally remember him making them like one time. Like I have this picture in my mind, and I didn't see. I just I don't know. I didn't see how he did it, 
but I thought it was very cool. Um, and he would make all sorts of other stuff, but it was like, I guess it was that, there's that one spark of seeing that, you know, and, and like, you know, when you're small and it's your big brother, it's like everything they do is cool. So if it's something that's actually cool, then, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And so you were just on the news, I saw, which was pretty exciting. Yeah, that was fun. Um, that was that was cool. Uh, very serendipitous how that happened. Uh, there was a thread or multiple threads on the app next door. Okay. And someone who had been posting on that th- on one of the threads um, messaged me and said her friend, who's a reporter with NBC, wanted to cover the story. So we connected. So as I I literally woke up from i was having like a very hot groggy and kind of not that fulfilling nap and then <laughs> woke up to this message and i was still kind of spacey and within a couple hours then i was interviewing with them so it was, it was really it's just really interesting how the universe works uh and how things come out of the blue uh-huh and um it's almost like as soon as you have time to start planning it, it changes. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> there were like other plans to put some media in, have some media focus on it, but that didn't go through, at least yet, that we yeah. know, but um, who knows. If that happened, it'll probably be when I literally what I least expect. It. It's really interesting like that. So yeah, um, I, I will say that I've never put so much focused attention into making them. So that is one lesson that comes through is that when you really, I've been doing this right almost three decades or so, but when you really put focus, then comes back and, and uh, it resonates and reverberates more powerfully. Yeah. Well, and it's, it sounds like that it's such a pure, like sort of joyful joy foil thing that you (laughs) that you wanted to do you know it's like you it didn't sound like you had much of like a five-year plan for you know for foiling it was just like this sounds like a fun thing to do right now and then you know watch what happens yeah yeah it is like it is um yeah it was just around june or july i started thinking that'd be nice to do something like in august like make it a thing to do and and, um (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that planned out. So that's really um, sweet. I love yeah. that. And but it, it is oh go ahead. No, go ahead. Well I was gonna say but like gorilla sculpture and putting artwork up in random public places is its own art that you cultivate over time. Like and you start to understand like optimal placements so that like they'll stay around longer and um what time of day to go to what kind of places for you not to get kicked out <laughs> or, you know, also you, you definitely, you definitely learn and it, it does like you do develop like an intuition around it for sure. So tell me about, tell me about that process. You, are you creating like an assembly line of these creatures and then you're trying to figure out where to put them or do you kind of create one at a time? Yeah. So Usually I, I bring the roll of foil with me and as I'm walking, I'll 
I'll make them. Yeah. So there's been like, and I've gone on some very long walks in the last few weeks. <laughs> With a lot <laughs> like, of foil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like sometimes like a four hour walk or something, you know, I'll get back at midnight or one or, you know, usually not that late, but sometimes. Um, and, and I would, before I was walking in the morning and in the evening, but it's been too hot to walk during the day, past few days. So focusing on the evening and yesterday I put some around, uh, there's a Pico Robertson area that I haven't, hadn't really touched yet. And, um, that's so, because it was hot. Oh, is that? Oh, that's where my that's where my dad's buildings are. Oh, okay. So yeah, you should ask him. <laughs> you should ask him. Be serious. So I'm pretty that's, sure it's, it's definitely Robertson. I'm not. I can't. I don't remember the cross street, but that sounds about right. Anyway. In that area, that's really that that's area. really perfect. So that's the kind of serendipity. Like these four <laughs> characters literally have they have, they create their own stories that are way more aligned and in tune than anything I could. Um, conjure up so um but i put so that when i went there uh i i had been making them all day because like whenever i would take a break or if i was listening to something um i would be making while i while i did it and so i did bring like two shopping bags full of foil people and <laughs> that's how it, but usually you know 90 percent of the time I, I make them as i go that's really, that's so fun. So do it's you really it, mm -hmm. do you ever incorporate anything besides the foil, or is it always foil? Mm. Uh, in front of our house, there's one I did with pipe cleaners, but okay. yeah, but you know, ninety nine percent of the time it's foil. I have been thinking. So it took me like I only just started putting hands on them like ten years ago. Which you know, which I've been making them for a while. Only ten. <laughs> I know, I know it, felt, it felt interesting to say that out loud, <laughs> but I but I've made them without like fingers more more often than than uh, more often than not. But the last ten years, I was like, oh, I can do hands, and then now recently, the next step, I'm kind of because I have kind of figured out how to do a face, but I'm wondering like what I could do for eyes. You know, I don't want to use googly eyes, mainly because they're just like flat. Do you have an idea? Could you do like a hot glue gun squirt? <laughs> oh, I could try that. Could you do like an indentation, like an eye socket kind of thing, and then like a little squirt of the, well, I mean, you could just use the hot glue also as a medium for for putting something else there too, but. Um, yeah, um, I could try. Well, I could. Yeah, I could stick. I mean, that's something that I'm open to ideas. So I'm like, the thing that like keeps coming into my head. I'll just. What's that? I like hot glue, but it is kind of messy. I'm not sure if you could get like a per, like a actual circle with it. Right. Um, I keep thinking of black eyed peas. <laughs> I don't know. It seems oh, like. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll just have to experiment, but. I mean, the, the interesting thing is they're very, like, impressionistic. So even if I don't detail a face, people very often see, like, wow, look at how he did the face. And 
don't know. So it's this little secret that I often don't focus on the face that much. But it could be that. I mean, people see muscle system. I mean, I've been doing it for so long too. It could be that my hands are doing something that I'm not necessarily thinking of that much. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So I don't, I don't really know, but I don't put a lot of, at least aware attention onto the face, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So you feel like they always turn out kind of, kind of different or are you surprised by the shapes that, that you come up with or? I think they all have their own kind of personalities and body structures and characteristics. I have, I have a way I usually make them, um, but it's not, I'm not meticulous or precise about the measurements. So uh -huh. I think they're all a little different. And sometimes if I'm using like a heavier grade foil, they'll tend to be bigger and lighter. They'll be a little smaller. Um, yeah, I think they're all, they're all a bit different, even though I, I use the same kind of formula to make them. It's kind of been like, speaking of, you know, we play music together. I used to feel like it was kind of limiting. That is like this like repetition, but now it feels like a, it's like a sculptural mantra. It's like you keep doing it. Like you just repeat it over and over. And like, even the positionings are the same, but if it's like, if it's a cool position, then like, yeah, you can repeat it. And right. it has meaning, you know, it doesn't right. feel redundant in that way. Well, and it's always going to be, you're always gonna be making it a different time and you're gonna be putting it in a slightly different place, even if it's like the same tree. So, I mean, it is, you know, if you're, the, the more, the more tuned, the more uh, finely tuned your perception, the more different it might feel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And each one feels like they do each feel like unique. Like, and when I, if I'm on a walk and I put some up in an area and I see them, it's, it's like, I don't know, it just like makes, it brings out the kid in me. It delights the kid mm -hmm. in me and it doesn't feel like, it's like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> like that's, and then I even like back to go like, like, yeah, I see you, <laughs> you know? Do you ever go back and like re and, and, take them out of the places that you put them? Like, do you go oh, collect gosh. them? Or? Yeah, this is kind of interesting. So sometimes if I'm on a walk in the same area and I see one needs like a little bit of touch up, I'll uh -huh. do that. Um, on the next store app, we have people in our neighborhood who also have been doing that. <laughs> it's really sweet. And then, and then the, here's a really funny story is that, um, and this has been one of the, if, if they hear this, I hope they know this has been one of the most interesting and fun, like, things to happen this month so far. So, because, <laughs> so, uh, my next door neighbor um, has a, a teenage son who has a friend, who's a young woman who lives down the block somewhere. And she was apparently... All I was noticing that my was that my next door neighbor was aggregating a ton of them in front of their house, and they were really nicely arranged. And I had <laughs> not put any up. <laughs> so, and I was noticing that they were going missing from some other areas. <laughs> so, and it just happened to be that the only house with 
this many was my next door neighbor. And I don't think they knew it was me doing it either. So oh, it was really funny. funny. Really yeah, funny. just, again, <laughs> they like, they really have their, they create their own reality, these little <laughs> So, um, so I did send a note and I said, I did encourage her to like, maybe put some up and not, not aggregate as many in one place because I wanted them to be more dispersed. Uh -huh. um, and I think they were a little bit shy about it, but I, I, I thought it was cool. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just, if you're putting something out there in public like that, then that's just part of the art form is the risk that you take knowing that anyone can do anything with it. And part of the interesting thing is knowing is like, people have very different like notions of what's appropriate and <laughs> it's funny it's interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i'm not to say what's what way is wrong or right you know it it seems like a, a really cute and i think that that was kind of what the the news coverage was about if i'm not mistaken but it's kind of this like communication with people in this time when we're not you know uh in in contact with with people as much yeah yeah, it, feel, it feels kind of like an it, like an inside joke kind of because there's something kind of intimate and unique about it, but also a lot of people can see it, and it's uh -huh. like, yeah, there's something special that it does feel like it helps people connect a little bit, and I think we're a little bit, I don't probably not a little bit, or we're, we're this is all whole been you know just to a greater or lesser degree, this has all been really traumatizing these months. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. not just a little bit. I mean, we're, I think we're gonna have to navigate a lot and we're gonna see that whatever, whenever like it wraps up, we're gonna see when the roll, what the rollout is and navigate it consciously. So in the meantime, you know, like you've been putting music out. That's amazing. That brings people together. I think as many, as much as we can put out from the heart is really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, I loved your, your latest, or well, the latest one I saw anyway, um, cartoon about um, living in a world whose main, I can't remember what the exact word was, but the, like the, the main focus of it was oh, trauma. trauma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i really love your cartoons and i i anxiously await the coffee table book that uh that i will place in my living room <laughs> awesome awesome yeah well there's more i'm working on uh should i talk about that now but because you yeah, yeah yeah talk about anything we don't have to no. Okay, cool. This is fun. Um, <laughs> well, did you? So I did. Did you get? Did I send you a copy of the drawings book? Oh, yeah, I bought two. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. so that's been fun to put out. And then this month, um, I'm putting out a, a. It's a similar kind of format, but it's a. It's for grown ups. It's a grown ups book, <laughs> and it's called. Uh, it's called Locker Room Talk. Oh, and, oh okay. <laughs> I've yeah. Those are great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be really, that's going to be really fun. Um, and then I have a couple other children's books I'm working on, Aww. but the locker room talk is going to be the next one that I put up hopefully this, this month or early next. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. Exciting. Yeah. They're so great. They're, they're so, they're, um, what they're, 
they're just they're disruptive of of the the main the main messages that uh, the main messaging that's coming out. I, I just really like it, especially the locker room talk. Actually, that's like that's like the response to the you know toxic masculinity thing. You know, that's yeah, it's so, yeah, exactly. It's so uh, timely. Such a nice. Yeah, it felt it felt really good. It felt really good to put together, and it felt like the right the right time to do that. And um, yeah, might even submit it in the next couple of days. Yeah. How do you do that? You do that through Amazon, or do you have like a, a publisher that you're using? Um, yeah, so I use it's called Ingram Spark or Lightning Source. Okay. And they let you self. They have a self publishing platform. Now they put stuff on uh, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and a few other retailer sites, but I was thinking for this one uh, of not putting it up on those sites and just making it available through um, through my website. Mm -hmm. um, and that's for yeah different reasons, but I think that feels good for now. Yeah. You can create a PDF too and have it available, like just sell it digitally too, so that you don't. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, it's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't done the 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 other part of what you, but that's I did it like a poetry book a couple of years ago that's just mm -hmm. available on my website and I only sell it digitally. I haven't figured out how to like get it oh. to print it so. Yeah, well, if you want to self-publish it, um, Ingram Spark is really good, I'll and uh, I can send you. Yeah, it's it's really um, pretty easy to use. So that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. so fun how how many things one can do on one's own these days. <laughs> it is. It's really cool. <laughs> I just made a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just released music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty cool. Um, sharing paradigm thank it's god it's amazing yeah <laughs> thank god because we can't like interact in person or you know good yeah 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 so so you're you're publishing books and you're making joy foil and you're making your delicious carob bars and is there anything else oh um let's see <laughs> We haven't talked well, about I'm, your carob bars actually, but go, you can talk about that. Oh, oh, well, I was, I, I am like, I'm practicing music. I haven't, obviously I haven't been performing. I did a couple porch, playing on my porch. Oh, <laughs> this nice. past week. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still playing my instrument. I was just feeling today, I really miss playing with people. Um, yeah. And I miss, I miss playing with my wife a lot. Um, she's in, um, She's been in in Europe for since March. Oh wow! Just, yeah, she oh, flew out. Ju yeah, just before the before the lockdown started, just before uh, Denmark closed the border, uh, she flew over there. Like, got a last minute ticket when she saw things were starting to close down, and uh, there she has been pretty much. Wow. So I'm looking to go over there in like September. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that has been a, that has been, I think, part of 
I have been pretty creatively productive. It, it is partly, I, I am filling a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that because I've, my kids have been gone for mm. almost two months now. Mm. And it's been like part exhilarating and part like, like just really hard. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of free time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. so yeah yeah other questions <laughs> i talk about whatever you want yeah well what what i don't know what what else are, are you up to it doesn't have to be anything particular i just like yeah. talking with people yeah yeah okay <laughs> well you mentioned the care bars i'm kind oh, yeah. of yeah uh i am kind of excited for the next stage of that um because, which is getting, um, it's going to still be compostable packaging, but it's going to be pre-printed. Okay. Because right, right now there's about six steps to hand packaging the bars. Uh-huh. And it's very, um, it's very meditative, but it's very, <laughs> like, it's really work intensive. So if we have a pre-printed sleeve, it's literally going to cut the time down by maybe like a, it'll be like one tenth of what it is now. Oh, that's nice. Which means like that's many, many hours of, of my time um, that will no longer have to be going towards that. And, yeah. and I find my own way of enjoying it and I get into a rhythm, but you know, now I'm like, okay, it's time to focus a little bit. And um, yeah, well, and but, you can make more. I can make more. Yeah, I can make it a bigger thing. So that will be good. And um, yeah, we might change the molds too. But first, we're going to change the packaging because that's going to cut the time down. Okay. And we moved to a new kitchen in uh, Fullerton. Oh, cool. um, and that's been, it's really nice. Uh, it's a really nice space. The woman who runs it, she's been making pasta there for 32 years and she also rents it as a shared kitchen she really right. um yeah she really runs a, a tight ship it's very clean and it's it's just um the other place we were producing it was fine but this is like really just a higher quality uh, location and it feels better to make them there so that's so cool where are you shipping them mostly right now um, yeah right now all over i mean in terms of stores most you know uh 75 of the stores we're at are in southern california but like right now i have outgoing stuff um great basin co-op in nevada um place in san marcos texas one place in naples florida That's so cool. um santa cruz uh, and then a, a bunch of LA stores, um, one uh, Oak Park near Chicago, uh -huh. uh, and then and then we have personal orders through our website too. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been focusing more on my time towards being able to serve people directly, especially during the during the pandemic. The store orders, I think the stores were focusing on like staple foods, mm -hmm. and so because we're not, we kind of. Um, business slowed down with the stores a lot mm. so yeah there 
They're so good. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> They're really good. Yeah. yeah. I was ordering some for our, our yoga studio, as you know, um, yeah. which I don't live anywhere near anymore. So I, I yeah. don't do that. And I'm not even sure if they're open, but um, that's, that's another thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I was just, I was just thinking about how delicious they were. Um, you're, you're in Seattle now, right? Yeah. Well, they're not selling anywhere in Seattle. So if you knew a place. Yeah, there's PCC that's close to me. It's a co-op. Oh, I think I've reached. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <If you> wanna, <laughs> yeah it's it's better when customers reach out to the stores than we do because then. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll talk to them next time I'm in there. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to find. It's fun to find stuff that's like that doesn't have. It doesn't have any sweetener in it. Um, yeah, and it's really rare. It's really, it's really rare. Honestly, there's so. I, I think it's. Uh, this is from a, f a friend who is also in the food industry. Um, basically, the three things that the most like common additives in mass-produced foods it's it's processed sugar, uh, salt, and caffeine. Caffeine is is it is the one of the most popular things is added to food. Well, that's what she said. Oh, now you're making me second guess it, but but I think you know it could be. Um, maybe I think it's in the drinks. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's like in beverage. Because she that was. Sounds, I mean, when you think about the types of sodas and things that are out there, I, I, I would that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And and people drink a lot of soft drinks. So yeah. so yeah, it's nice to make something that doesn't have that stuff in it, and then. Yeah. Really, what I'm doing now is working on a con you know continuing the handmade process and quality that we have, um, and also making the process more efficient and streamlining it so I can go be with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which is great. You know, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't actually. Honestly, I wouldn't have that impetus to be more efficient sure. were it not for that challenging dynamic so that's the other side of life you know yeah absolutely there yeah sometimes we think we need to fix things in order to get things done yeah I like that i was just looking at the map because i was curious to see where pico and robertson <laughs> <laughs> it's very close to our, uh, to yoga west yeah, so that is near that is near where my dad has his. Oh, I wonder if feels I put up a lot last night. I took a walk with a friend. Yeah. Well, actually, funny up. enough, there's a strip. It, it's right on the exit there. Um, yeah. Of uh, the Robertson exit off the 10, but um, okay. a strip club right next to it. You can't miss it. <laughs> oh, I it's the I it's the it has a huge billboard. I have never. I don't, it's not the kind of place I have ever <laughs> gone, but I do know what you're talking about because it's a very, I, yeah. well, I know because thing. when they were, when they were going in, um, I had friends who attended the high school, Hamilton, mm -hmm. um, and also some, my dad and then like a few other business owners around there, they didn't mm -hmm. want the strip club going in. So mm -hmm. they were like, you know, attending meetings and, and whatever. It, it got put in. But what I always thought was funny was I would drive to Sadna in the morning and I would get off at the, you know, the Robertson exit to go to Yoga West. Mm -hmm. And I would 
be driving by just as the strippers would be coming out of the club. Oh. <laughs> so I always thought like, it's, what an interesting like parallel dynamic going on here. Yeah. That you're, wow. Like, yeah. You're many worlds. My, my day is beginning, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, it makes me think actually it reminds me of the foiled characters because <laughs> like because <laughs> like yeah there's something kind of universal about about that where like it, they my wife asked the other day and and we'll, we'll pray that this remains that people understand and feel the intention but she she asked is a no one so no you haven't pissed anyone off yet <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, no not not recently you know <laughs> Uh, I was kicked Aww. out. This was like seven years ago. I was kicked out of the LACMA a couple of times. Okay. Um, for them. Okay. Like this, out of, the, like you were inside the museum, you mean? Like putting your foil stories. Yeah, so I was, the first time I went at about midnight to the lamppost and I brought one of those long, long poles that you use for light bulbs, you know? Uh -huh. on the on high ceilings and I was started hanging them up on the lampposts <laughs> and um the security guard told me I had to leave he did admit that they were cool but he said I couldn't he couldn't let me do it and I I did suggest well maybe you could just like, take a nap you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he couldn't let me stay and do it um and then another time it was during one of their this is this was the most it's the worst when you get misunderstood because there was a woman at the concession stand during their jazz afternoons, one of the jazz afternoons. And again, this is like seven, eight years ago, but uh, I put like, whenever she and her colleague would like turn away, like, like I would walk by and put a foil person on the stand and then I would go with my friend and just watch their reactions. From <laughs> the plaza <laughs> and each time they were really surprised and they would look at it and they were like who's doing this and they would take it down and this happened like i don't know it could happen half a dozen times or more and then at some point i saw her manager this guy she told the manager and she wasn't overly distressed it seemed but um then he caught me, <laughs> and he, told me he told me i had to leave and he was really pissed and then I saw the person there a few days ago because I felt, because actually the word he said, he said, you're harassing her, and, you know, oh, and, no. and so, yeah, so I actually felt awful, <laughs> um, and it didn't seem to be what I had observed, um, yeah. but a few days later I was there and I saw her and I just, I said, I wanted you to know I'm the person who's doing that, and she said, she said, oh, cool, I, I took them home, I, like, so, <laughs> no, it seemed like, I mean, he was just doing his job, I guess, but I'm glad that I'm glad that it didn't seem that they had any ill effects. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're they're not, you know, clearly offensive. They're they're not like, you know, giving you the finger or like spelling something right. nasty out of you know, so it Exactly. They're playful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I guess actually... it depends on your sense of humor too. <laughs> exactly exactly and if you gotta like manage a tight ship and you know a bunch of things to care i can get see i can get stressed out about that but yeah. they do like they do kind of like de-escalate things like i think 
if I were like me, especially me looking how I look, um, I think if it weren't such a like cute medium, I think I would get into a lot more trouble actually. <laughs> Cause people look, people see me and they're like, what's this guy doing? And then they see this little like doll. <laughs> <laughs> and like what what are they gonna do you know <laughs> it doesn't deface property you know it's like right. it's actually it, it takes like more energy to to like try to chastise me than to just take it off if you want <laughs> <laughs> right. so right. so that's kind of that's kind of an interesting component of it here yeah i always i that's always an interesting debate too. I mean, you're not defacing property, but there is some guerrilla artwork that does. Yeah. And it, it's such an interesting argument for me. Like, is it, you know, vandalism versus, uh, mm. versus artwork, especially when something becomes really popular and maybe they've actually like increased the value of your, of your property. But you know, anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's, it is interesting. And, and even with these little people, like I, I do kind of appreciate. There's like a question of authority because because there are people who ask me, like, am I allowed to move them? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> like, believe it or not, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm not gonna. What are, I'm not gonna do anything to stop you. And I like them to be. I put them where I put them for a reason, but I'm not particularly offended if they go somewhere else. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and, I, and like different when I used to put them up in so it was college during finals week I used to put up a ton that's when I would like I would make a whole ton in my apartment and then I would go <laughs> in, put in them addition up. to studying oh okay. uh, yeah right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um, that's so funny <laughs> um, I got I did what I had to do. I got <laughs> what I had to do, but I would put, but everyone, you know, as you know, um, finals week during college, it's so, the stress is so unhealthy. Yeah. And it's yeah. Intense. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty awful. So I would put a whole bunch of them out. And then I would, when I was there, I would, make greater efforts to be secretive so people like only my hand, handful of my friends knew that it was me doing it and that was fun because then i would what i would do is i would go around and like at during the day i'd ask people I'd, and i'd pretend like I, I was just like shocked i'm like do you know what's going on like who's doing this <laughs> just so i could hear like all the theories that people were like the rumoring around and like there's some people there's someone who thought like the university was paying an artist to do this to like cheer them up during finals. I think that was the favorite, my favorite. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah, that would have been nice too. I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's all these, all these different um, theories, and so it's it's kind of fun. They really have a life of their own, and I guess I don't. Maybe if, because it's. I don't know. In the time of social media, it's it's kind of hard to keep things secret like that. So I figure I may as well just use the the digital medium. And, uh -huh. and it, but but people usually 
it's not like they I don't put like any tag on them or anything now. So there yeah. usually is an element of mystery because yeah. I'm not like well known or anything. So yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and then the okay, the other fun thing is and I, I actually I will nominate you. <laughs> but, <Okay. laughs> but like nominating people to make them and post uh-huh. them. Okay. That's been super fun. Uh, okay. And other people have like now had their own stories about putting them places and cheering people up. And that's been, uh, that'd be really, that, that just feels so good when you feel like you've done something and it's become a part of someone else's day that enriches and brightens up someone else's day. That feels really cool. Um, and it, to me, it feels, you know, and it's something that, I got from someone else too. So it feels like it's, it's like sharing, you know, yeah. and like, no, I just oh, had, I just had a, an idea. I had a really fun idea. So oh. mm-hmm. I want you to say that again, but instead of nominating me, you can nominate every single person that listens to this podcast. Oh yes. And then do you have like one of those videos that you made recorded that, that we could share with people so that they could see how you make it? Oh, okay. So, I have, I don't have a video of it, a good video. I have a, um, a PDF. Okay. That works. Yeah. So I could share that. If, if you have that somewhere on the internet, I could share the link. Yeah. There's a, the link is it's in my bio on okay. Instagram. Cool. Okay. There's cool. like a so link. It's, it, there's, it's, an, it's a like, um, it's an opt-in and then it sends it automatically to their email. So perfect. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, so nominate everybody. <laughs> okay. Yes. I nominate everyone listening to this podcast right now to make a foil person and put it somewhere in your neighborhood or in your home and watch the magic happen. <laughs> I love it. Okay, cool. Oh, and could we also <laughs> yeah. everything. post a picture after you do it hashtag joyful yeah yeah oh, of course okay. yeah that's part so, of it. yeah so okay. do you want me to say like the beginning part first or should i just say oh, that's that? okay i'll put it i mean yeah go ahead you can say the whole thing and if you want people to get it clearly but i'll i'll write the whole thing in the in the description so it's real clear okay yeah. awesome okay so i nominate everyone listening to this podcast and featuring Porter Singer, <laughs> I nominate you to create a foil person and she will direct you to instructions, simple instructions for how to do that. And then once you do and create some magic in your home or neighborhood, I encourage you to post it on your social media and hashtag joyfoil. And, um, and and then nominate someone else you know who might have fun doing it and just see the magic happen because <laughs> these these creatures really create their own stories and realities beyond anything that I could conjure up or try to have any kind of sane intellectual directive surrounding like they're just they're just like whimsical beings of their own and uh it's super fun and and they're also they give a chance of being because of the medium they give us a chance of being totally non-self-critical. So if you don't consider yourself artistic or artsy or whatever, like, like this is equally awesome for you because 
um, they're just like very forgiving. It's a very forgiving medium. And it's, it's just as much or more about where and how you place it somewhere um, than as actually feeling like you sculpted something that should be subject to someone's scrutiny. Yeah. Even your own. So, yeah. Oh, I like that. That's really sweet. I recently thought that about humming, that people feel like intimidated about singing, but people don't tend to criticize their humming voices. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's like that. And it's because yeah. there's, there's some like fuzziness to it that's not threatening. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and so maybe it's a good, it's a good gateway. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good gateway <laughs> it's a, it's to a being creative. Art drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it is really, it has been really fun because these are really, I think we're living through a really interesting condensation of an era and uh it's like just to remember like oh whimsicalness fun silliness creativity joy is really fun and, and seeing on on mbc just hearing the reporter has like just talked about a whole bunch of important and really serious things and then say an artist putting tinfoil and tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really like, uh, it, it feels like, um, I feel really lucky to be part of something that's like different than this vibration of, of like stark heaviness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 Well, and it is literally very light. <laughs> it is. It is yeah. literally light. Yeah. Yeah. Tinfoil. Yeah. The, the uh, non-dense art supply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and it is kind of it is kind of okay. It is sort of poetic in that one, right? They're reflective, literally. Mm-hmm. They reflect everyone who looks at them from different angles. They have different planes and angles of reflection that are reflecting different angles depending on how someone's looking at it, which is like very much like reality yeah and then there's also like the to make them okay i'll give you like a tip for 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 putting them or for creating them like they tend to look more alive when you because right tinfoil doesn't respond to gravity in the same way something with more mass does right so you actually have to put the gravity in. You have to like put it into the structure and how it's relating to its position and form. You put a sense of gravity and weight of the different limbs and how they're moving. Um, and that's what makes them come to life mm-hmm. is actually you're, you're forming an illusion of a relationship to gravity that's not there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Think about yeah. that one, y'all. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, it's so fun talking to you. Thank you for, for doing this. It's really, yeah. this went by super fast. I know. <laughs> wow. And we talked about tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till we talk about saran wrap. <laughs> <We're really good. laughs> 
the next episode. It's that parchment paper. We won't even get me started. <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm definitely gonna do this. I think I'll I'll have my my kids and I. We can do it. We can post some pictures and yeah. When awesome. the podcast comes out, that'll be fun. I'd like to see the stream of uh, hashtags. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. That'll be so cool. Well, all right. Well, have a great day and say hi to Fiola from a distance for me. And I will. Yeah. Really good to see you. Yeah, yeah. you too. Have a great day. Bye. 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 <laughs>